0: Welcome to the Church of the Redeemers Weekly Podcast. We pray that you will enjoy this week's service, and we hope that you will follow us at www.cotrb.org. And may God continue to bless you. Hallelujah. He didn't have to do it, but he did. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. And when he saved our souls, I always say when he saved my soul, he saved my family. Because the way I was going, I don't know where my family would have been if the Lord had to save me when he saved me. Oh, glory, hallelujah. Oh, glory, hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. We could be here Round the clock, giving him praise and giving him thanks and giving him glory. Because it has been amazing, amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved our souls. Amen. The the wretchedness of us. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Praise you, Lord. Glory. Hallelujah. Mm, Glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. hallelujah. It's kind of hard to calm down. Only think about him. Amen. But praise Jesus. I want to thank Pastor for this opportunity to serve you today. And I praise God for giving me the privilege of preaching his word. Ooh, that's amazing. Glory. Hallelujah. Today is the fourth Sunday in Advent. And our focus today is love, the hope, peace. And joy of the first three weeks are only possible because of the awesome love of God. And my focus today is on one aspect of the demonstration of God's love. Unto us He came. That's love. And our scripture is from Isaiah nine six, the first A, A and B parts, and John three sixteen. Father, please minister to us through your word. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Will you bow in prayer with me? Glory, hallelujah, Lord. Glory, hallelujah. We come, oh God, and we bow down. We bow down, God. We bow down in your presence, our heads, our hearts, and our wills. And right now, God, we ask that you would preach this word because truly you are the preacher by your spirit. Please move me out of your people's way and move me out of their way so that you can have your way. Let none of my words fall to the ground, but let each one minister as you have ordained before the very foundation of the world. Have your way, God. I yield to you by your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. The Godhead. Well, first of all, let's read the scripture again. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Unto us he came. That's love. The Godhead in unity decided to demonstrate the awesome love the Father has for his most precious Creation, humanity. Most of us know the story. Adam and Eve, our progenitors, disobeyed God in the Garden of Eden and brought sin upon the entire human race. Something had to be done. Man needed to be redeemed, but only because of God's love for us. He wanted humankind to be brought back into the fellowship with Himself. An all-encompassing fellowship that had been experienced before disobedience took hold. God chose not to do as Charles S. Haas, the creator of Gremlins too, and just make a new batch. No, God's unconditional, self-sacrificing love, known as agape, compelled him to express his love. By granting forgiveness to his creation. So the Godhead determined that the son, not the father, and not the spirit, but the son, would come down and dwell among us. Unto us a son is given. He could have just appeared on the scene one day and announced that he was here. Sent from heaven to pay the price for us to be redeemed back to God. But no, he came. He came and immersed himself into the entire human experience for us. The writer to the Hebrews tells us in 4.15, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are yet without sin, he, deity, subjected himself to the process of prenatal development. First the germinal stage, that's the first two weeks, where the fertilization of the egg takes place and that human becomes a, what's known as a zygote, which begins its journey down the fallopian tube to the uterus. I'm talking about deity going through this. Next is the embryonic period. That's from three to eight weeks, which is important to the development of the central nervous system, which includes the spinal cord and the brain. <sighs> Praise you, Lord. Lastly, there's the fetal period. That's from nine weeks to birth, which is when the brain develops fully, nearly doubling in size during weeks 16 to 28, and the body Add size and weight. Deity, y'all. Deity. Confining himself to the limitations of human development within a human womb. Resisting any urge, any desire to express or utilize his divinity to even speed up the process. Though he were a son, yet learned he obedience through the things that he suffered. So he humbled himself, taking upon him the form of a servant, and yielded to the nine months of gestation, being born full term, so that the 100% God would now also be 100% man. Oh, glory, hallelujah. That is what is called the hypostatic union, the combination of divine, and human natures in the single person of Christ. That's what makes him begotten. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yielding to the Father's will for him to be born in a stable, he uttered his first cry as a human baby and was laid in a manger, a feeding trough for animals. Mm. he came in this manner for us. Unto us a son is given. And so he nursed as all human babies did at that time, long before sterilized bottles. He nursed at the breast of a fallen human for us. He This God baby, nursed at the breast of a fallen human. For us, that's love. As he grew in stature and in favor with God and man, the Lord Jesus Christ also experienced not just the joys and fun of childhood. He also encountered the pangs of childhood. You know, the teasing, whether you're short, tall, fat, thin. The yo mama digs, the yo daddy digs, especially when kids said out loud all the things they heard their parents saying at home. Well, 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 well. Sweep the room, Holy Ghost, sweep the room. Oh, hallelujah. We know how it went. My mother says she went to the wedding and that baby boy was being held by his grandmother already born by the time her and Joseph got married. Oh, you don't think our Lord Jesus as a growing boy heard those kinds of words and taunts all the while knowing the awesome power that dwelt within as a member of the Godhead in spite of it all. The Lord Jesus behaved appropriately for each age as he grew. He played childhood games, skinned his knees when he fell, and allowed his mother to kiss his boo-boos and make them better. He was 100% human, y'all. As an adult, we are told of his expressions of emotion, smiling, weeping, feeling compassion, and even anger. Unto us, unto us, unto us a son is given, the father's only begotten son, the combination of divinity and humanity. He came, oh yes, he did. He made a conscious decision to come here to dwell among us, subjecting himself to the will of man in order to accomplish the will of the father. Unto us, unto us, A son is given. Picture this. Deity experiencing self-imprisonment, if you will, in his mother's womb. Able to think about what life truly was going to be like on earth. And the ultimate suffering of Calvary. That's love. Under duress in his humanity, but content in his deity to pay redemption's price. How many times did the thought enter Jesus' humanity while in utero to stop this, halt, desist this, because he already knew what was part of his future? I'm going to be mocked. He's in the womb. He's encased in the womb, the womb of a fallen human. He's in there and he's thinking. He's a hundred percent human. I'm going to be mocked, scorned, and spit on by people that I heal. People that I deliver from a horrible fate. Others of them are going to dishonor my father's house. There will come a day when one that I allow to walk with me, to be within the ranks of my very first disciples, is going to betray me. He knew all of this. And so much more. But he still came to save us. For unto us a son is given. Oh, hallelujah. The son was given because God loves us so much. So much. So much. And he loves each one of us just the way we are. Warts and all. While at Bible study, during the very beginning of my Christian journey, we were told to insert our name, said, cross out the world in John three sixteen, Cross out the words the world and put your name there. And first of all, I was really kind of upset this man is telling us to write in the Bible. But I did it. I asked you to try it when you get home and see what kind of experience you have. For God so loved Tamika that he gave his only begotten son so that Tamika, for you, for me, for us, for unto us, he came. Oh, hallelujah. Where is it that you and I will not go? Where? Where is it that we will not Go to share the love of God. How dare we not be willing to go anywhere for our God? Knowing that he subjected himself to utter ridicule and humiliation for us. He came here. He left glory. He had a one-track mind doing the will of the Father. He was Focused, as Minister Lingham said last Sunday, for the joy that was set before him. He endured the cross, despising the shame of it for us. I ask again, where is it that you and I will not go to do God's will? Who is it that we will not share the love of God with in spite of how they treat us? He came, he came, he came here. He came here. And I teach personal evangelism at Rice and I give the class a track assignment every year, a number of tracks to give out. And I remember one student said, and, and, and it's a shame how the enemy really jugs with us because we have the truth. And then yet we're scared to share the truth. And one student said, I'm not comfortable giving out tracks. I said, none of us are until we do it. What is it that we will not do? Unto us, glory, hallelujah, unto us a son is given. You want to have a merry Christmas? Then take the limits off of God's will for your life. We have been commanded to go into all the world with the great gospel. This great gospel of how he came unto us. Go to the least of these like he did. Go to any and all of those that you and I judge. Sweep the room, Holy Ghost. All of them that we judge. By the way that they live. By the way that they dress. Go unto them. Because he came unto us. Oh hallelujah. Some of them we judge just by the way they walk down the street. We don't even know them. And yet they're a soul for whom Christ died. Help us Lord. Help us. What about those who have mistreated us in the past? Or even presently, go to that drunkard, that prostitute, the adulterer and the adulteress. Go, because such were some of us. But we were washed, but we were sanctified. Don't forget where you come from and get all hoity-toity. Oh, bless the Lord. Bless God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'll tell you something the Lord dropped in my spirit a couple years ago. You know that song we sing, Amazing Grace? Don't sing it anymore until you realize not how much of a wretch you were, but how much of a wretch you still are. Oh, glory to his name. You want to praise him? Praise him for that, that you're still a wretch. And he's still blessing and he's still encouraging and strengthening and doing all these things in spite of us still being a wretch undone. Glory, hallelujah. And I don't care how much Bible you know, how many degrees you got, how many scriptures you can quote. We're still a wretch. Still a wretch. Still a wretch. Hey, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. The Lord Jesus came here, y'all. He came here for us. Demonstrating God's awesome love for us. Now, who are we? This us that the scriptures refer to. Well, well, I hear you, Mr. Minister Lingham, saying you ask good questions. Well, let's see. Okay. Hmm. I think that us means liars, cheaters, swindlers, fornicators. I'm just looking at my paper. I ain't looking around. (laughs) Drunkards, adulterers, murderers, us who are jealous of others, haters that is. The trans, the queer, the fluid, the pedophile, the gerontophile, the pornographer, the atheist, the agnostic, the tax fraud. I ain't looking around. You know that dog ain't a person putting him on your tax. Well, that's not on my paper. It must have come from the Holy Ghost. The absentee father, the absentee mother, the drug addict, the drug dealer, your first spouse, your family members that work your nerves, your neighbors, all of that is the us. All of that is the us. If the Lord Jesus Christ was willing to come here to a place and a people that wanted nothing to do with him... If we are truly born again, then his mantle has passed on to us. Ooh. Everybody didn't know that. Yeah. We're, we're continuing the work of Christ. Come to Rice and get it together. Amen. Hallelujah. God's love is not diminished in any way because of humankind's current behavior. Somebody needs to know that God loves them and that he loves them just the way they are. Unto us a son was given, and he came unto us. That's the love of God. Oh, I didn't mention you when I stated all those who were included in the us. Or I didn't mention whatever it is that you're into. No worries. You're still included with us. Oh, hallelujah. 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 The scripture says, for God so loved the world. Don't ever say it without emphasizing so. He so loved the world, so loved us. That's us, all of us. He so loved us that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever, or we say lotty and everybody whosoever believes in him should not perish but will have everlasting life Amen. eternal life forever life never ending life no more sickness no more pain no more heartache no more frustration anger or rage no more worrying about catching a case with our saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized, some speaking in tongues and interpreting cells. Glory, hallelujah. No more disappointments. No more frustrations or fears. No more being late for appointments, doctor's appointments, appointments with lawyers or car dealers. There will be no more need. In his presence is where we will abide, where we will live, Forever and ever and ever ad infinitum. According to the Westminster Shorter Catechism, the chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. And that's what we're going to do. This is what the future holds for us. Because it was unto us a son was given. And he came of his own free will. To fulfill the Father's will to redeem us. Oh, hallelujah. What manner of love is this? Many years ago, there was a song talking about your love being a supernatural thing. Well, that song was dealing with Eros love. But the real supernatural love, if you will, is the agape love of God. His unconditional love. That love that sacrifices itself for the object of his affection. Help us, Lord. His love is incomprehensible. Always surprising. No holds barred. And nothing held back ever. It's not a Sunday kind of love. Or a love where the recipient has to ask, will you still love me tomorrow? It's not based on pillow talk. But on every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. A God who is not a man that he should lie. Unto us God was given. God the Son. He came to fulfill the will of the Father. To redeem us from our sins because of the great love wherewith we are loved. What's love got to do with this? For God, everything. Some of us have heard it before that God the Father bankrupted heaven, if you will, to send his son, his only begotten son, unto us, the likes of us, you and me. He sent his son unto us, you and me, you and me. Do you hear me? Unto us, a son is given. On this coming Saturday, let us not get so caught up in the hype of the holiday that we forget. For us, it is a holy day. Amen. Oh, help us, Lord! We will celebrate the culmination of the hope of the Advent season, wherein which our Savior came in peace, bringing to us inexpressible joy all because of the awesome love the Father has for us. Our long-awaited Savior has come unto us. Now go, believer, go and share that love with someone who does not yet know that they too are included in the us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 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 As we stand this morning, and I know some of you are at home, and so I ask you to stand in the presence of God as well because he is there. Oh, yes, he is. You're in the car? He's there. in the kitchen? Yeah. Yeah. He's there. And as we all stand, maybe you're here or maybe you're out there watching on Facebook and you now realize... That you're part of that us. You realize you are. But there's some of you who realize you aren't. Well, at least you don't think so. You don't know so yet. So God brought us all here today, whether on Facebook or in this place, in this house of worship, to remind us of what it is that he has done for us as we celebrate this season. It's not the Christmas season. It's the Christmas season. And we have to tell people that because more people are saying happy holidays. I said, no, Merry Christmas. I said, no, sorry. Merry Christmas. We have to do it. The world is moving further and further away, but it's because of the spiritual battle. So don't blame them. Deal with the spirits that are doing that. Amen. That's for another time, Pastor, right? Oh, hallelujah. But if you're here and you're not even sure that God really loves you just the way you are. You, you, you've been around church, folks, pretty much all your life. And all you know is God is a God of rules. Thou shalt, thou shalt not. Thou shalt, thou shalt not. But nobody ever let you know that that God That God that made the heavens and earth breathed into man and he became a living soul. That God sent Jesus to die for you too. And not for you to be a rule keeper. That's what the Pharisees were. But for you to be in a relationship with him. So if you're just dealing with God as the one who's the keeper of the rule book, no. No. Make a fresh start today and say, Lord, I want to make a fresh commitment with you and, and get to know you and get to know you. So first of all, if you've never been born again, the first call is to you. Come and give your life to the Lord and you'll never be the same and you'll never regret it. It's not going to be a bowl full of cherries, OK? But you're going to have enter into a relationship with God who's going to help you through all those other circumstances. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. As the scripture says, and a little child shall lead them. A little child shall lead them. As we've heard preachers say before during invitations, he just made it easy for the rest of you who need to come today. Come and give your life to the Lord. You'll never regret it. You'll find out why you really were born and what you were created for. Secondly, maybe you have been born again. And we're not talking about being saved. We just throw around these terms. Born again. That means you said a prayer, invited God into your life, and then your life changed. Without that change, you just said some words. See, we don't talk about conversion much anymore. Yeah, you used to ask the question, have you been converted since you believed? When you said that prayer, what you thought was a prayer of salvation, and your life stayed exactly the same, I I suggest that you come. I suggest that you come. See, because we're not supposed to have a think-so salvation. We're supposed to have a know-so salvation. And see, this is the most important part of the service because this is where some people are going to pass from eternal death to eternal life. So if you have been born again, please pray right now because there's got to be someone here besides that young man who needs the Lord today. So God bless each one to hear you speaking to their spirit right now if they need to come. Help them not to worry about what they probably think I'm already saved. Don't worry about what they think. They don't have a heaven or hell to put you in. And you worrying about them and they ain't say, oh, come on, let's get it right. Well, they may not be. Let me correct myself. But if you're not sure, because God wants us to be sure, you don't get a chance after we die. And we are living in a world where from one day to the next, it's just strange things happening. I'm not going to tell you all the stories I get at the hospital, the wild things that happen. You see things on the news. Your life can be cut off before we leave here. Let's just start there. So please don't play with your soul. Your life is not in jeopardy. It is your soul that's in jeopardy. And somebody else, you may just need a church home, and God has been ministering to you that he wants you to become a part of Redeemer because God is doing a new thing at Redeemer. Oh, I said, God is doing a new thing at Redeemer. Yes, he is. Oh, amen, man. Praise his name. And God is going to get us all in line with that new thing that he's doing. So you don't want to miss out being out there without a church home, especially when you knew that mm, this was the place. And you know God is leading you. Don't come unless God's leading you. We don't want anybody here who's not supposed to be here. Oh, amen. Let's make it plain. Y'all know I live in the real world. So one thing about it I would encourage you, I'll say this. You do not have to be in church to get saved. If you're not sure, do some business with God before your head hits the pillow tonight. Sit on the side of the bed and talk to him and say, God, I'm thinking I'm saved. I'm not sure. I want to be saved. Whatever you want to say, okay? But say something. Don't go to bed tonight wondering if you're saved. Okay? And please remember this. Unto us. A son is given, and he came, he came here for us. That's love. When we sing this song, can't nobody do us like Jesus. Can't nobody love us like God. Unconditionally, in spite of whatever we do or don't do, God's love never changes. Praise the Lord, pastor.
1: Come on give God praise for the word you received, for what God did for us today. How many of y'all know y'all saved? Yeah. On the screen, wherever you are, how many of you know you say? You know that you're going to see the king when it's your time to breathe your last breath. Amen, amen, that's a good place to praise him. Well if you know you're saved then you need to go after somebody that you know is not saved. Yeah. Hello somebody. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Go this week to your families, to your last few days of work, maybe even for the year, to the people that, as Reverend Pyfrom said, you don't even want to go to. Go to them because God loves them. Let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight. O oh Lord, our strength and our redeemer. And all of God's people said, Amen, Amen, and Amen again. God bless you is our prayer. Someone look at somebody and say, Merry Christmas. Y'all won't see nobody. Some of y'all won't see other people until... Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Excuse me. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Come on. Greet somebody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.